everybody, welcome back to the Gamers Lounge Podcast. With me as always is Eric, Nathaniel, and Robert. <laughs> as always. As always, as always. He's always been here. You've never known he was gone. Um and if you think <laughs> he was if you think he wasn't here, he was really here in our hearts. Um <laughs> Aww. Aww. He's hiding now. Uh but yeah, so 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 Robert, what's what's been going on? How's uh how's California? And I don't even know what to say. Um <laughs> <laughs> when did I see you guys last? Was that <sighs> Maybe January of last year. I don't know. Maybe uh, it's no, no, no. I think it was the. I think it was the summer. <laughs> was we it the summer? Episode, yeah, it, was, it had it to was have like been May. before we moved. Yeah, it was before you moved. Yeah, and it was really windy, and you were out uh, on the on your balcony, and mm. there's lots of noise. Yeah. I'd, I'd have looked, to actually go back warm. and look. I don't know. It, it, I'm sure it was. Yeah, <laughs> I mean things are going good. We are sort of settled for now um, in California, and. It's a big difference, but it's been exciting. There's a lot of cool things to do and mm. see. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's not quite as as warm all year round, but then in the summer, of course, it's you know 115 degrees. Like, so what's the temperature there right now? Right now, what's right, the like right this second. You're right this it second. Is, let's look. Let's compare. It is 52 <laughs> degrees. Okay, what's well, 44 here? So you yeah, know, so I mean, it's, not that. it's actually gets pretty similar to like North Carolina in the yeah. winter. Um, in the Pacific- it doesn't obviously doesn't really snow, but it got. I think the it got down to like 35 one night. I think that was the lowest I saw. Ooh, chilly, but the but in the days it usually gets back up to you know 60, 65 ish. Yeah. See, I, well, I was I was out in California one time. I was in Sacramento. And it was late May, early June, and like during the day it was like a hundred degrees, but at night it got down to like thirty, and it was freezing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's California. Well, we're kind of like vastly in a, different in a mountainy <laughs> area with uh, it's like desert and mountains, so we really get you know the whole spectrum where we yeah. are. And it's so big. That state's so big. I mean, you go you go to the north yeah. and then the south, and then it's crazy. So. Have you been to Disneyland yet? That's my only concern. No, we actually haven't really had a chance to do anything like touristy. Uh, I went to uh, Santa Monica Pier, spent the whole day around Santa Monica and West LA. Yeah. Oh, and I had a friend come visit for a weekend, and that was the most I've done. We haven't even really driven around too much just because, I mean, I'm still working, right? That's not a vacation. Right, right, yeah. My weekends, I'm like, I don't want to do anything. And then it's, well, do I want to deal with traffic? You know, do I really yeah. want to get on the highway for an hour and a half to get down to wherever I need to go in L.A. And then hour and a half, two hours back. See, I it's, just, it's a whole thing. I just remember when we first moved to North Carolina, it was just like we, you know, it was just me and the wife. There was nobody else we knew there. And it was like we didn't know where we were at or anything like that. So on Saturdays, we would just get in the car and we would just pick a direction and we would drive. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to drive an hour we, and a half this way and see where we in end up. We very local area one yeah. weekend. But I mean, we can, where we are, like this little town, we can drive around the whole thing in 30 minutes. So. Oh it's wow! Okay, here, well. but, but we're close enough to everything else, right? It's it's fun. Oh, good. Uh, just yeah. Well, yeah. I think the coolest thing we did so far, we actually got to see um, an early screening mm. uh, in Burbank, 
for a movie that I'm not allowed to talk about yet. Oh, jeez. But it was... Well, you um, should have dropped that was, in pre-show so you could have told yeah, us there because then we wouldn't have told anybody, <laughs> but, you know. That's right, yeah, so, yeah. Well, then, right. now we'll have some post-show talking to <laughs> yeah, do before post-show. we go. <laughs> yeah, subscribe for post-show. Wait, what? <laughs> what? Oh, uh, you yeah, have a Patreon? $20 what? Yeah. No. $20 a month. Post-show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you'll, you'll get all my impressions on early screeners. Yeah. yeah I know. We got a guy now who, who gets early impressions on movies. <laughs> I actually get like three emails a week now about going to early screeners, <laughs> but they're crazy. usually during the week when I'm working, yeah. so I don't get to go. But occasionally they'll have them on a Sunday or something, and if I feel like traveling, I can do it. Yeah, I always thought that was a joke, you know, but you know, apparently it's real. If you live, if you <laughs> no, live in the right part of the country, it's real. <laughs> they don't offer that in West Virginia. Know. They, you know, we still have old timey movie reels where they have the crank on the uh, camera, you know, to get it started. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you don't. Know, I didn't know what the movie was until we got there, uh, and, see, and so literally, cool. they're starting it. The, the production team comes out, and they're like, "All right, so you're going to be seeing this movie, and just keep in mind." these aspects are not done. So yeah. don't tell us to fix them. <laughs> okay. See, that would be but cool. Like, it, was, it was an experience. Like some of the effects were like not even close. To yeah. Like, like I'm talking like you're one step up from storyboard, like completely oh, wow. gray CG, n- no textures, no nothing. Like sometimes the animations aren't even moving. Yeah. They're just like little CG stick figures. I've seen yeah. that when uh, Amazon, I do, I'm, I'm part of the Amazon previews group. So I get emails every once in a while going, Hey, we want you to watch this show. And you know, you go mm-hmm. to this link and watch it and then tell us what you think. And there's, there's been a couple of them that I've watched that never made it over here. Mm-hmm. And they were like, it would be like, here come a big action sequence where they would have a, a put a scene in and it would just have a, a card that said action scene here. And then the next thing you know, they'd be back. To the so there was this huge action scene. It was just gone. You know? Yeah. It was like, oh, okay. That's weird. I mean, the, these but, guys were strict. Like, I, I know what you're talking about with like the on, like you join a, a video yeah. thing, like kind of like what we're you doing. Know, preview Skype thing. Or something. Yeah. But like they, they were like searching bags. You could not have your cell phone mm-hmm. on you. Like, leave your bags at the door. Like, it was a whole wow. crazy thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild though. I always said I'd like to do something like that once, one time. But my luck, I'd get some like romantic movie that I wouldn't like. It's like, oh no, I'm not going to watch the newest you know, Marvel movie or sci-fi flick. Yeah. It's like, oh, we're going to watch the new Jennifer Aniston love movie it's like oh great i mean sometimes you know what what they're doing like right now they're they're doing some screeners for uh beetlejuice 2 and so like i've gotten a few of those but i haven't had a chance to go see it yeah so some of them once they're like far enough along then you'll know before you get there yeah that's wild though yeah well, that's cool though. See now, now we got an uh, early movie guy, so I can go. Hey, have you seen this movie? Is it worth it to you know for me to buy tickets in advance for? Because you know I go to the movie so often. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, most of the time you can just get them on, on streaming. Yeah, yeah or, most you time. know, like in a couple weeks. Yeah, that's that's pretty much what we do almost anymore, unless it's a Marvel movie or something that we really, really, really want to go see in the theater. But like yeah. Dune uh, Part Two. Yeah, I like it's Dune Part Two. Yeah, see, Nikki hasn't seen Dune Part One, so it's like I would have to go by myself if I if I wanted to go see it. And... I just felt lost watching Dune One, so I haven't like been excited about Dune Two. Gotcha. Well, I watched it twice, and I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> it's it's deep. 
But did you ever read the books when you were young? No, okay. no yeah. I'm sure that I can't help. be lost in it because I've read the book and I've yeah. watched like all the other. Have you read all the books? So no. no, not all all the books, but all like the original like. Okay, I was gonna ask. Have you read the other four, ones? Four, three, that, four. Uh, some. It's been a long time, so I don't remember how the, many I've actually. Yeah, read. there's like five or six books, and then like Anderson and his son wrote a bunch of Kevin J. Anderson from Star Wars book fame. Him and his son, mm-hmm. and then, uh, the author of Dune's son, they wrote a bunch more books. There's some other stuff too. There's some comics. It's crazy. Yeah. There's so a lot is Doom gonna be like a thing where like I have to just watch them all at once to really know what's no, going on? No, no. It does a good job. Like part one, really. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I had a hard time watching the the original movie, and then I watched the, yeah. the, the newer one, and I was like, okay, this is better. It does a better job of we, explaining we felt what's like going on. It just on. needed to have like a an intro that really like set the scene, and it didn't have that for us. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing is sort of setting the scene for part two, honestly. It's very much like Dune is very much like it didn't exist at the time, but kind of like Game of Thrones in space plus some other stuff where it's all about these different like houses and factions and stuff and how like they're all trying to undercut each other, except it's in space instead of, you know, a fantasy (laughs) world. Let me tell you how many times I had to watch season one of Game of Thrones before I knew what was going on. (laughs) (laughs) That stuff's easy to follow. Oh, yeah, there's only, like, 12 different houses. <laughs> and, and 14 sure. different characters, and you're like, I like that guy. And then season two, you're like, oh, crap, he's dead. See, yeah, I, exactly. You stupid series. I have never watched Game of Thrones. Um, That's good. Uh, my wife, she, we tried to sit down and watch it, and, like, right at the beginning, there was, like, a dead horse or the horse died or something. She mm. was like, nope, I'm out. Now she's read all she's read all the books. She well, I think she bought them from from you guys when you all moved to Hawaii, Robert. I think that's where she got mm-hmm. them from, and she read them all in the summer. And so I just had her tell me about it. So they're, it's they're, like... the books are good. The books are pretty. They're pretty easy. It's like this is, we'll go off on a crazy tangent. It's like watching Lord of the Rings, right? Mm. I'm not a huge Lord of the Rings guy. I'll watch the movies, and I'm I'm okay with them. And I try to read the books. And I just throw them no. i can't see i, I read can't. the i read the books in school and, and like that and was re- like required reading in junior high was and then like i read English the hobbit and i'm like hey the hobbit's great and i watched the movies i'm like why are there three of i them? i loved the movies when they came mm-hmm. out i i probably saw the first one six times in theaters okay. but but now when i watch them i fall asleep every time <laughs> i haven't watched them in a long time i used when i was living in north carolina and nikki would you know, Nikki would work during the day, and sometimes I would only work in the evening. So, like at Christmas time, I would put the Christmas tree up while she was at work, and I would put in the Lord of the Rings uh, first movie, and I'd watch it while I was putting the Christmas tree up. I used to do it every Christmas, bam, 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 and I haven't done it in a long time. Um, I can't remember last time I've watched the Lord of the Rings movies. I don't even know if they still hold up. You know, I, I oh, assume yeah, they they're, do. I think they're pretty easily. Yeah, from what things. I remember, they do. Because, I mean, I they're know. mostly, like, have I, have they're I watched, all, they're have so I watched all the Hobbits? I think I watched, like, one and maybe half of two. I don't think I've seen the whole thing. I don't, I don't, I don't think, really think I've... <laughs> I don't think I've watched The Hobbits. I think I've watched half of the first one and didn't like it enough. It's the to... perfect example of something that got stretched out to make it. Yeah. yeah. Milkin, Milkin. Make that cash. And then it also had the... Uh not benefit of being in a transition of we want to try and do almost everything CG. Yeah. Or if we didn't film it with CG, we're going to replace a few things with a new CG character or something. And so it doesn't have the same kind of feel as 
the Lord of the Rings movies did, where they had all the models and all this other mix of a bunch of different things to make it feel more lived in. Whereas the Hobbit movies definitely feel a lot more CG-ified. There's still some good stuff in there, but it it did not need to be three movies again. That's definitely a studio saying, we want some cash money, please give us three movies. Uh, You know, Warner Brothers. (laughs) I think they should have made it a solid two movies. I could have done two. They probably should have just done one. Mm. Yeah. Uh, that's that's just Warner because Brothers. they added Isn't so much book? random stuff in there yeah. that like Hobbit? yeah it's one book. yeah it's one book. yeah the Hobbit was just for it's basically a kid's fairy tale and it's that's very good. short mm. easy to read yeah like I said that was the, the Lord of the Rings and and the Hobbit well those were required readings in junior high English class I mean we'd read the book and then you had so many so all quick to get the book read and then we watched the cartoon movies you remember those the cartoon oh, yeah. movies yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah I, I have a couple of those I think yeah. they were on sale one time on Amazon I was like oh yeah these movies two dollars I'll buy them yeah. the Bakshi yeah. Hobbit movie very good the Lord of the Rings one not, no, not no, as well. no, they used to show that on TV, <laughs> and that's that's some good animation too back then. That, yeah. It really did some serious work. Oh, yeah, well, there's a lot of good a lot stuff. of uh, rotoscoping in that, mm-hmm. if I remember right? Yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff from there from the '80s animated stuff. Besides, like you know, Hobbit, pretty good, and people tend to forget about it. Yeah. And now this week on our movie podcast, we're going to talk about... We've got to have a weird tangent at the beginning of every podcast we do. It's just, what will it be? Yep. Yeah. We haven't done a movie one in a long time. Welcome so back to the movie lounge. Yeah. Or yeah. <laughs> sometimes subscribe we're talking about Yeah. Or this, week, this week, we're going to talk about your perfect setup for your home theater system, where you... Oh, can... <laughs> no, no, we're not. No. No, that'll be that's that's, that's way too long. I uh, we'll get into that. Here, um, here comes here comes the angry hate mail. Yeah, right. <laughs> You're, I'm mad because you did this. Uh, yeah. But no, let's let's talk about games. Um, I don't have a whole lot of games to talk about. Um, I've been playing like a dragon, like I said last episode, a little bit. Um, really, this week has been. Well, me and Nikki, I know I've talked about it on here before, but we've been playing the Disney Lorcana trading card game. It's just me and Nick, you know, have been playing it. So one in Series 1 and Series 2 is out. Series 3 came out last Friday, um, and we took a, I don't want to say a, a chance, but we, we kind of stepped out like we don't usually do and go to the card store and actually played in a launch event with league players there which we've, oh, cool. we've never done that before and the way it was set up was you buy six packs you make a deck out of that six packs and you just play best of three uh, rounds they're like all sorts of like kids like adults. no there was just uh, apparently they have the store that i go to to get the cards they play it they have a very small league of like eight okay. to ten people so that's cool they were very welcoming and uh, so this week it's been, I need to buy more cards and I need to get my deck ready because league starts tomorrow, which is Saturday. And I'm going to try to go to the league and play. So, uh, pretty much this week has been, all right, let me, let me buy bo- another booster box. And I, I, that almost got me a set. All right, let me buy one more booster box and then I'm good. So, <laughs> I get you. Oh yeah. How, they, much, how, how much are those booster boxes? You told me before, but uh, I'm, just, I'm just curious. $145 a box. <laughs> oh, uh, what I heard was <laughs> reasonably priced for everybody. Yeah. Got it. Cool. I bought four. 
Um, yeah. So, <laughs> about half of one. Excellent. So, I, I bought a, Excellent. I bought a case. A case worth is what I bought. So I need that John money. Are you hiring? Yeah, so. yeah, I know, right? Uh, <laughs> well, I'm the I'm the type of guy with the card with what, what I have turned into is is I need four sets of the card because you're allowed four character four of the same characters two of the colors so well usually when you make a deck if you need a get like a gaston you want four of them so technically it's a 204 card set but i need four sets of it so i need what 816 cards so i've got a complete chapter one set four of them a complete chapter two set four of them and now the third one's out and i've almost got a complete set of it so then the whole point is is so if there's a deck that i want to play i can go okay well i'll pull these four cards and i keep rotating decks till i get something that i like but yeah i have four sets of each set (laughs) in binders about this big i've got one for one set one for the other and one for the third so yeah and Nikki has figured out that there's a reason why I don't do, I quit doing cards back in the nineties because that is pretty much like crack cocaine to me. Um, <laughs> because, yeah, well, I mean, I, has a problem. Yeah, oh, I know it's a, well, it's a gambling problem. I mean, literally cards are a gambling thing and it's, and that's why I usually don't do them is because how do you do with loot boxes? Uh, I don't do loot boxes at all. I don't do loot boxes at all. (laughs) But, you know, I mean, like, uh, there's, there's these enchanted cards. So there are, they're super rare foil cards. They're usually one card per four boxes. So if you buy a case of four, you'll probably pull one card and there's 18 different cards. Now I don't collect those cards, but I try to pull them. So when I get to a certain point, I can trade them for other cards I need. Right now, I've got two cards that I pulled out of two different boxes that are worth $170 a piece is the going rate of them right now. And I've already got a guy lined up with all the other cards that I need to make my four sets of the new set that came out last week already paid for. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, but it's crack. It's that's, that's crack to me. And that's why I don't do cards much anymore. And why I didn't get into magic back in the day. I barely got into Pokemon in the late early two thousands when it first came out and went, Nope, I'm not doing it. But this one kind of got me because I, it was a game that I thought me and Nikki could play together and we do play together and all that. But it's also, she saw a different side of me that in 20 years of marriage, oh, no. she never, she had never <laughs> did, seen did, before. Did, did you, did you flip, did you but flip did the table? Like? No, 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 no. Not like that. Just the collecting, like, just the collecting part of it. She has never seen me. Be, what, yeah. What about all that stuff behind you on the wall? No, yeah. that's, all that hasn't seen it. those are just video games. Those are just random <laughs> video games. Those are not. Yeah. yeah just, just things that you've had over the yeah, years. Those are. Yeah. I'm not sure. You don't have them categorized or anything, right? No. He doesn't have four sets of those, though. Right, yeah. And I'm not, you know, I'm I'm not trying to make a complete set of Super Nintendo games or or NES games or anything like that. When this came out, it's like, okay, if I'm doing it, if we're doing it, I'm going all in on it. And she didn't realize what all in meant. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) but now, no, she's the one, uh, Eric, she's the one when we play cards 
play the game that gets mad and wants to flip the table and stuff like that. She's the bad, you know, she's the one that gets angry when she gets beat and stuff like that. That's why she pretty much told me that you're going to have to start playing leagues because I'm, <laughs> you're not going to play me all the time and keep beating up. <laughs> it's like, okay, all right, fair enough, fair enough. But yeah, so my week when I got got off work and sat in a hotel room and eat dinner and then sat and go, okay, if I put this card with this card, I can do this and this and this and this. And <laughs> so, yeah, I've got my whole week, my whole weekend strategized. I just got to put the cards together when I get done here, uh, in the morning before I go to league. So yeah. Yeah. Welcome to, uh, my AA meeting of gambling, uh, gambling cards. And over there. Oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> and when I'm opening up packs, it's like, Oh yeah, well this one wasn't it. Oh, this box was great. You know, it's like yeah. are you sniffing the packs when you open them too? No, no. It's just you know I know what cards are you know hard to get, and it's just like oh. are you taking your scale to the to the no. But I have seen oh, people yeah. doing that, and it is <laughs> ridiculous. They're afraid that like you know the pack's missing something, right? Or well, that uh, if well, I it's think Pokemon started waiting the packages, so they're all the same. Yeah. Well, somebody had found out that if you can weigh the Lorcana cards or packs if they're single packs now if they're in these blister packs like you see hanging on a peg hook they're not the same because it's glue and cardboard and that differentiates weight mm -hmm. but yeah buddy I've seen pictures of guys just standing in Walmart just going this one weighs this much this one weighs more so that one maybe oh this one weighs more than that that one's probably got that I mean it's it's <clears throat> a lot of okay that, that's a lot of uh, that's I, a lot of time I have been exposed to a new crowd um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's. I thought some video game things were bad when it comes to like retro gaming stuff. Oh no, get into a, teach, a TCG collectible game and and see how that crowd is, and they're they're on a whole nother level. Um, but what I also found out was is in a quick time in the league that I am probably the oldest guy there <laughs> by a lot of years because I was standing there talking to one of the guys and he was like, so do you, do you, do you collect any kind of other nerd stuff? I'm like, oh yeah, I, I collect you know, Star Wars Black Series figures and I'm into the new G.I. Joe Classified series. He's like, oh yeah, my dad's into that too. Nice. Thanks. Thanks a lot, man. Your dad sounds like a cool Thanks, dude. Uh, your dad sounds awesome. <laughs> I mean, that's, it's a little surprising to me because, I mean, you know, you get as you get older, you usually yeah. you have more money, more disposable income. And uh, I mean, trading cards is not like this unheard of thing no like, well and disney is kind of a little more broad you know you get little right. kids you get you know a lot of women you get you know young men young women older men older women but i live in such a small area that i think it's you know that has a lot to do sense. with it i guess if i you know if it was a, a you know if i lived in a bigger bigger area that had a bigger crowd of it maybe it'd be a more diverse age but, you know, a lot of them. But it, it seemed like most of the guys that I talked to, it's like, <clears throat> oh, did you play Magic before this? Nope, it's been Lorcana. That's it. That's, you know, I didn't have any... Usually it's Magic people who are bored with Magic that start playing the Disney game. It's like, oh, okay, it's something mm -hmm. new. But it seems yeah. like it's all... Where I'm at anywhere, where I'm at, it's mostly people who have never played TCGs before that are new to it because it's Disney. So, mm -hmm. but, I mean, it's fun, but you can really spend some money. 
<laughs> so when you when you go to these leagues and you are uh, beating up on all these little like fifteen year olds, are you going to feel bad? Oh no, I'm not going to be nope. feel bad at all. Teach them a valuable cool. lesson. They need to come up and get they beat him up. Yeah, I'm going to feel bad if they beat me up. And let me tell you something: they beat me up that first night, that Saturday night. I just didn't win a game. Just no. don't trip them when they're leaving. Okay? <laughs> no, no, shove I've them never down. Been. Give me those cards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to teach you about respect. Uh, John the bullies are going to come out. Yeah, all right. <laughs> He's not going to flip tables. John the Bully is taking out their lunch money, but for cards. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> give me that pack of cards you just got. I, <laughs> I need some. Yeah. No, it's. It, I mean, it's cool. I mean, I, I just we're just having fun with it. I mean, yeah, but, that, that's cool that you guys are able to go and play. And yeah. Time. So, but something something different. But unfortunately, they only do it on Saturdays at four to seven. So it's like, well. There goes my Saturdays. Yeah, yeah, that's when the kitties are out of school. Apparently. Well, they do Pokemon League before that. Now, Pokemon League, there is a crap ton of people that show up for that. Those and and it's a it is a diverse group there too. I mean, it is little kids to now, my niece and nephew, my great niece and nephew, oh my gosh, they are into Pokemon cards like nobody's business. They're five and five and ten, six and ten. Oh my gosh! Yeah, my my nephews are into it too, and they're asking me all these questions, and they're like bending the cards in front of me, and I'm like, <laughs> I gave them a box of the trick or treat cards. Oh, There's yeah. like oh, fifty yeah. packs in a box. Yeah, those packs. You'd have thought that I had given them a million dollar brick uh, of gold. Yeah. I mean. And they spread them all out on the floor and then commence to walk over top of them when they go do something else. And I'm just sitting there going, you can't do that to a car. <laughs> so i got to let it go. You can. Let it go. Let yeah. it go. But, yeah, it's so, like when my, uh, when, my, when my youngest nephew's swinging around to switch light, I'm just like, oh. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. So, no. Your uncle's going to have a minor stroke. No. Like, Wait. Nope. Let it go. And then he's like, I cracked the screen protector. I'm like, that's why I bought one. Yep. Right. <laughs> uh, I've got six more out in the car. So. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I have like three. What's funny is that reminds me of uh, my buddy down the street. He's like four-year-old, has an iPad. And <laughs> one time my friend found it. He's like, the screen is cracked. And his little four-year-old's like, I didn't step on it. And my buddy's like, yeah, he was definitely standing on it. I was laughing so hard. He's like, I didn't step on it. Like, no, you were, dude. That's how you cracked that. Yeah, you did. You you stepped on it good. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. That's the first thing you said. I didn't stand on or step on yeah. it. <laughs> Little kids like that are always crack me up. He goes, I didn't step on it. Oh well, how do you? <laughs> it's like... He's also he's also of the age. Yes, he's five now, and he's doing that. He's doing a thing where he'll be at the store and he'll be like, Dad, Dad, what's wrong with that person? Like, super loud. <laughs> My friend's like it's so embarrassing sometimes. Dad, what's he doing? Why is he acting like that? I'm Oh no! Uh, oh uh, boy! Luckily, my, my my nephews are like that too. But they're funny. They would say things I'm like, "Oh boy!" Yeah. Well, at least at least people usually overlook little kids. It's when yeah. you know twenty year old people are still acting like that that you're like, "Okay, well, we got." It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, all right, Nathaniel, go ahead. Talk about what you've been playing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I have played one of the other games. I think it's the last big game. I've got a couple other smaller indie games that I bought during uh, the Christmas Steam sale. I've been like slowly yeah. checking them off the list. And the last big one was Detroit Become Human that I've never played before. And I have finished the f- one and probably only run through that game. Man, <laughs> I never finished Heavy Rain. I wanted to, and I owned Detroit Become Human on something. And I really wanted, like, I liked it. I liked the kind of like 
the way it played, but I just could never, I don't know, just sat and sat, and I never got around to really doing much. It's really, really good. Like, the characters are well well made, like, the animations are all good (laughs) in it. Some of the inputs that they put in there are great and make sense. Some of them don't make sense at all. You're like, wait, but that makes me need to, like, do some weird crossover claw grip on the controller to hold these three buttons at once, and all I'm Mm. doing is, like, you're just like carrying a book across the room yeah it's like i get sometimes where you're trying to make it where it feels more immersive or whatever to fit whatever the action is but this does not <laughs> sometimes you're just like who who chose these buttons for this specific moment this doesn't make any sense but that's kind of been the same with all of the games heavy rain. oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah they've learned a few things since yeah. heavy rain heavy rain was Definitely different than this one. I liked like Heavy one. Rain. If, uh, yeah, I liked Heavy Rain at the yeah, time too, but I'm sure if I went back to play it now, it would just be like, whoa, on some yeah. of how it controls, I'm sure. Yeah, me and Michelle actually played Detroit before she played Heavy Rain, and it was interesting having her go back and play that one with, you know, it being the, the, the game before Detroit, and it's just all, all kinds of backwards. Yeah. Did they remaster that? Did they remaster Heavy Rain? They, it, um... Um, yeah, they they came out to PS4, but was it just more like an upscale kind of, or just made it? Did they, yeah, it wasn't like a complete okay remaster. I, I like couldn't remember. Remaster. I know I played it there too, but I couldn't remember what it was. It's been too long ago. Yeah, but yeah, I was playing Detroit and I was enjoying it the whole time through, and was planning to probably play through to do other choices, and then I got to the end and said nope <laughs> because of something specific that happened at the end. <laughs> on the like path that I went through, I was just like, you know what? No, <laughs> I'm, I'm not up to this. Maybe in the future. Yeah, it's just like annoyed me because it was like it threw I think about half a dozen choices at me at once that happened to be, and this is on this about like a minute from the end, minute or a couple minutes from the end of this story path that I was on at the very end of the game for these two characters and. You have to pick these different things, and you had a time limit on it, so you had to pick it fairly quickly. And so I picked what I thought was the most kind of like, okay, this is a logical thing to do in this situation. And then one of the characters died because of it. And I was just like, but why? Like, that doesn't make any sense. So I looked it up and saw which one that, like, could choose where, like, no one would die from it. I'm like, that makes literally no sense whatsoever. Why would yeah, you have to I do that? I vaguely remember that. <laughs> I it think was, for I think anyone I... who's played it, it was uh, characters on a river at the end of the game. Trying <laughs> to cross the border into Canada. That was the path that I ended up on with those two, with those characters. And then the other one I did kind of like the pacifist route throughout the whole game as much as I could and ended up with like pretty good ending on that side. Although at the end of the game on that one, on that side, like the big main part of the game feels like they kind of ran out of money because they have a lot of big crowds at the end that you can tell they're sort of like basically copy of a copy of a copy. Like it's just literally like a giant crowd of things that don't move with like maybe a few characters in the very front of the crowd that do move. And it's very obviously just like this would be cardboard cutouts in a movie type of thing. I was like, okay, you just ran out of animation budget, but you still needed your big crowd. <laughs> it's fine. It's just it draws the eye so much. It's like they're not moving at all. They're just standing there. That's yeah. that was weird. <laughs> I mean, you're pulling the camera way back to see. You know, there's like you know hundreds and hundreds of like characters on screen. I get why they just ran out of you know 
budget in their engine to actually run it without crashing computers and consoles everywhere. I get it. It's just like, oh man, <laughs> it makes this really epic moment slightly less epic. Yeah. Which also, because from the rest of the game, there's been some moments in there that there's like still quite a bit of stuff happening on screen at once, and they still have all the animation, and it's a very cinematic game. So having a cinematic game that suddenly becomes a little less, less cinematic because of something like that is unfortunate, but sometimes yeah. you can't get around it. But yeah, like the story is really, really cool. It's all about like, you know, androids coming to life, and are they alive or not, and what do they choose to do? Are you going to be all angry against the humans or are you going to try and you know show them that you're not something to be feared and all these different choices that come into it and I like how some of the different storylines because you have like three sort of different characters that you keep bouncing between and each storyline eventually once you get through the game part whales influence the other one so like if this happens over here then this like path will be slightly different when you go back to this other character because something had happened over here and they kind of interconnect a lot more once you get kind of halfway past halfway point in the game. Because early on, it just feels like you're going to different ones. And they don't cross over a whole lot until you get later in the game. Mm. So all those moments are really cool. It's just like, man, that one thing at the end of the game was just like, come on. <laughs> Uncool. <laughs> I spent this whole game and I got all the way here. And then just to have the character die at the end because I picked one thing when I was under a time limit that seemed logical, but apparently it wasn't according to the game. It was just like, come on. <laughs> Unfair. <laughs> I, was, I was quite annoyed. I never really Let's wanted to go back and, and replay those type of games. I like going through it and whatever ends up happening is like my story and yeah. that's how I yeah. remember the game. I mean, they could be fun to go back and just look kind of like... Because you can play per chapter and not even save progress if you want just to see do different choices and stuff. So if I wanted to do that, I could. But it's kind of fun just to see, okay, what would happen in this alternate universe version? But yeah, kind of the same. Or I'll do like my main run through those games usually. Every once in a while I'll go back and do another one. But like even then it's still like my first run is like the I, canon run or whatever. And then the yeah, other one is the I, alternate I like universe run, I guess. I don't know. I don't really ever I always, think of it that I, way, but that's kind of what it is. I always <laughs> like games with like multiple endings. I mean, we could talk about Elden Ring all day. But I'm thinking back to like the last two Deus Ex games where there was... Maybe it was... Was Human Revolution? Was that, that was the one on PS3, right? Or was it Mankind Divided? <laughs> you picked Whoa. Elden Ring when Baldur's Gate 3 was right there. With, like, however many different variations to yeah. that ending there. Yeah, that's you're true. Right. But, with like, but with, like, Deus Ex, you can save right before the final fight, and then you just do, like, one or two different things, and you can see all the endings. It's, like, super easy. I think that was... Man... Yeah, I can't remember. I think that was Human Revolution, and I don't like games like that because I think that's dumb. Because it's just like it's literally not like three real endings where it's just like here, like Mm. oh here's this, there's this at the very very end that it doesn't really matter what happens before. It's like okay, kind of, but like if you're literally just hitting a button to pick your ending. Elden Ring is a good example, (laughs) but without uh, cheesing the system, and it's some serious work. You know, a lot of those endings. That's yeah, because those, cool. you have different endings available if you go and do, do all these requirements things. to sort of unlock the choice for those endings, or and then you, you pick the one up at the end. Like, like I do, or you screwed you, up. You kill somebody, and you're like, oh, there was an ending that had that person? Oh, it would have been nice if uh, the thing I was looking at had told me that. Spoilers, that would have been nice, but <laughs> I guess not. Or you can really screw it up <laughs> by picking a certain path. <laughs> Oh, and I know. You, path can, you can undo about. that path, but it's very difficult to do, and you have to know that it's possible. And like, no, I, I, I remember. To, I like, remember. I was, I was reading through the endings of Elden Ring, and one of the ones I'm like, 
Yeah, I'm not going to do that. That's I would have to go back and play like 30 hours, and I'm not going to I did the one it. that's turned out to be the most popular one whenever they put out their infra- infographics did... back when. <laughs> I did like the two kind of boring ones, and I did the one with the sorcerer lady. That one was the most interesting yeah. to me. Yeah, the the Ronnie the Witch one that, is that one the character, one of the characters that everybody really liked from that game, so everybody did that side. You could also screw that one up easy, too. <laughs> but it's just interesting. My, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I like I like Baldur's Gate. Good, great example where, you know, there's... Yeah, it's less multiple endings and more just lots of different variations yeah, and variables variations that can be in like your ending. Do. Yeah. And they're, most of them are kind of, you kind of figure it out as you go. But uh, I don't know if Robert no, uh, Robert wasn't here for the last couple of shows. My buddy beat it on honor mode, Baldur's Gate 3, and he got himself the golden dice. Oh, he got wow. two, two, two-thirds of the way through, <clears throat> and at the end of Act 2, or before the end of Act 2, he screwed up, wiped, and then he had to go start all over and do oh, it again. No. But this time, he didn't make the same mistake. And he was telling me, he's like, I have to run away from all these fights. I got to, like, think outside the box. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. But he's like, I got the gold dice. I'm like, okay, cool. So we can see it when we play multiplayer or yeah. yay. I'm yeah. like, I, I just don't want to. I mean, it sounds interesting, but I mean, yeah, I want to have fun with it. It has those types of modes in it. I think it's cool that it's there for the certain people who like, you know, do that and then yeah. hear stories about it, yeah. but it's just not for me. Yeah. Any kind of permadeath like or pulling out, pulling out your hair, screaming, because <laughs> we, you're like, I played 40 hours. That whole game. Oh. Hell yeah! You need it. Oh, yeah. some. That's know, like proper procedure for any CRPG is just hit that F five key, man. Yep. Or like I got stuck a couple times. I'm like, screw it, give me the guide. I'm like, oh, you can do this and win that fight. I'm doing it the easy way. <laughs> After like trying it for like three hours, there's only like one part I struggled with, and there's a couple other parts where I thought it was gonna be really hard, but it wasn't. I'm like, oh, yeah. <sighs> I cannot wait for that Elden Ring to come out, that DLC. I yeah. saw they have a nice, sweet collector's like edition. I looked it up. I'm like, holy crap. It's like oh, really? Bucks. I'm like, the statue pairs with it? the collector's edition statue from the original game because those two characters are related. Yeah. Yeah. None of us have the collector's edition of it, right? Mm-hmm. Nope. you don't? Mm-hmm. No. No, I just have it on Xbox and PC, regular, whatever I didn't. Yeah, I, I got it. I got just the vanilla on the PS5. Yeah, so... The only uh, other game that I played, which I started to this evening before we recorded, played a couple hours of, is uh, Cyberpunk 2077, restarting that so I can play Phantom Liberty. Mm. Nice. And I decided I wanted to start a completely new game rather than just jumping straight to Phantom Liberty like it lets you do. I'm like, nah, I'm going to shape my character and get back into it because it's been so long since I played it. If I tried to jump straight in, I'd be like, oh, crap. <laughs> forgot exactly what I'm doing. Let me start from the beginning so I can see some of these tutorials and do all that. So I'm... Probably halfway through the intro, I guess, until you see the title card for the first time, which is pretty late in the game. <laughs> it's a very late title card. Yeah. Probably the smart way to do it. I haven't. I I have the DLC, but I haven't gone back for it yet. Yeah, but it's on the backlog. I'm, I'm gonna. I own it on like three, with three things, and I'm like, I gotta play it. I got I know I want to play it. I know I'm gonna like it. Yeah, yeah, I think I, I, I went through and I, I platinumed it, so I, I've already put oh. in enough time. I don't <laughs> want to start over again. <laughs> I think I put like 100 hours in my first playthrough at launch, however, you know, what, two, three, however many years ago that's been now, I forget, because it was like right when it came out, and then I haven't played it really since. So it's definitely, I've like read of like some of the different updates that they've put into the game over time, and so now it's like, all right, I'm going to play it and actually experience all these different things. Mm-hmm. 
and that'll be fun. Well, but I'm only a couple hours in, so I'm like, I know this well. It's the start of the game. <laughs> Especially because it was, like, I'd already played all three of the, like, intro paths or whatever, which that part only ever takes, like, half an hour or something Yeah. before it just converges into the normal start of the game. So this time I did the uh, corporate start instead of uh, my main playthrough was a street kid start. Mm. I remember... That game, wasn't that one of those games where the price after it came out, it dropped pretty quick? I, I want to think like I maybe three or four months. I got Not it for like, like 30 bucks. I yeah, would say I got down it. to 20, like got real steel quick. books. Best Buy's like, here, take a copy. I'm getting two steel books. I'm like, all right. It shit, might have, but like they sold so much of that yeah. even at launch yeah. that like, I don't know. I just don't remember because I wasn't paying attention to that yeah, at the time. I just remember getting it when it was cheap and then it sat on my shelf and it's still on my shelf and I own little copies. Yeah. I will play it. It's on my list. It's fun Absolutely going into the graphics settings and seeing Psycho in there now, because that's something they've added. There's now Psycho settings for some of the things in there, like some ray tracing and stuff. I'm like, I can't do this on mine, but that's funny that that's there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, if you're if Ultra isn't enough for you, how about Psycho? Like, <laughs> uh, I can't do that. My computer will catch on fire, but I can still do, like, pretty good settings. That's 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 pretty good. get a really old monitor. Maybe I'll try that for five seconds. Oh, it's on fire. We'll, we'll do it uh, <laughs> psycho at, at 720p. What's that smell? It smells like toast. Yeah. It's just my computer. It's just my computer burning. No big deal. Uh, no, thanks. I'd rather not burn my expensive computer. Well, yeah, yeah. You don't want to do that. You know. I like using it. I don't want to set it on fire. Nah. Yet. Yes. Yet. <laughs> no, not even that. No. I have computers that I work with at work that I would like to set on fire, but not my own personal. Well, play computer. it there. <laughs> I'm sure. Research for a project. I'm sure they wouldn't care at all. So. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely research. Yep. 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 Research. All yep. research. Uh-huh. Yep. 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 Always research. Always research. So yeah, that's pretty much all I've been playing. I didn't haven't played a whole whole lot since last time because I've been watching a lot of stuff versus playing stuff when I had free time. Oh, yeah, I understand. You uh, you've been watching uh, Bad Batch at all? I forget. You like that, right? Yeah. I have one? not seen Bad Batch, and so since the trailer came out for this third oh. season, I was like, I'll start season one of it. I got about six episodes in. And I'm like. They were confused about what show they wanted to make because half of yeah. it feels like one kind of show and half of it feels like, hey, we've got a kid character in here because we want young kids to watch this I, show I too. Start, <laughs> I started watching season two. It's it's pretty well, because I need to watch season three. It's not I, terrible. It's just it, it's like a little bit schizophrenic for like, okay, this episode feels more like it's targeting this audience and this episode feels like it's targeting a different demographic. And I was just mm-hmm. a little like, okay. They didn't settle on anything before they really made it and tried to make it for too many different things at once. and. Yeah, just I struggled weird. through season one too, and they're... got like one or two episodes into season two, and it was just like I'm done. They are pretty yeah. laser focused on season three. I've I've watched the first three episodes. I haven't watched this week's episode yet. But, yeah, but... I mean it's probably like one if I'm bored enough to like watch some episodes. You know, I'll probably still eventually get there, but it's not something I'm rushing to. No, the thing I was rushing to was the Avatar: The Last Airbender live action, which was great. Oh, really? It was yeah. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> As someone who's seen the cartoon all the way through many times, and also someone who's like, I understand that adaptation means it's not a carbon copy, unlike some people on the internet, I had a great time. It was awesome. It was really cool seeing some things, you know, from the cartoon in live action, like all the, like, firebending and earthbending, waterbending, all that stuff looks really cool when they actually do it right, unlike 
a certain thing that doesn't exist, or at least we wish didn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> that's that movie from back in the day that's just like you fundamentally like, do not understand seen. what this property was, and you still try to make a movie. Why did you do this? This is dumb. But no, like the Netflix one was great, and there's like some stuff that's like new that they added in there that's really cool. There's some stuff that they pulled from like other like the the comics and things that they've pulled into the show and like done a new version of kind of the same story of like the first season of the show. So I'm assuming they're going to get season two and three of it because Avatar is pretty popular enough. But you never know. I hope they do because there's some really really cool stuff I'd love to see in live action. Firebending is scary in live action. They actually burn people to a crisp in this. It is not the same tone as the cartoon. It's very much like, let's take the story of the cartoon and adapt it to more like a PG-13, but like the edge of PG-13, edge of PG-13 sometimes. But not not all the time. It's still very much an adventure. It's just because it's p- real people getting burned, you're like, oh, wow, that feels way different <laughs> than it does in a cartoon. I haven't I haven't watched the live action version yet. I was <clears throat> I I didn't read any reviews on it or anything, but I was kind of waiting to hear from other people, you know. So if it's good, I might throw it up. Yeah, it's like they had to do all sorts of stuff for like combine some storylines and everything, just because you can't just go to all the same look uh, the same number of locations in live action because it just costs way too much to do that many sets and things like that. So they've have characters that show up in a different place than they did in the cartoon, but yeah, I think they did a great job with it. It's very different, but that's okay. It's still awesome. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know. People always, people on the internet kill me. It's like, never. Which I find it funny, because supposedly, (laughs) I don't know as much about it, but the One Piece live action was also very similar, like, in its adaptation of just, like, condensing a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And trying to make it, but everybody loved that one. But like, I don't know. This one still seems like some. It's like a lot of people love it, and then some people are like, "It's not the same thing as the cartoon." When like, but the number is going to be. Well, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what did you expect? Go watch the cartoon again. It still exists. You're fine. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> well, then I can't complain about it. What's <laughs> uh, cool? I'm I'm glad to I'm glad to hear you liked it because. Um, like say I, I I haven't I didn't fire it up but I may because I liked the cartoon I thought it was cool um Eric why don't you go ahead and tell us what you've been yeah, playing look at that I've been playing not that much stuff actually I got a couple other things I played but I forgot to put on the list uh, I played some more Helldivers two we talked about the last show it's um. A lot like Destiny. Destiny 2, that's not a bad thing, but you definitely need to invest the time, and there's mm. some grindiness. I actually started, I think the last time I played it this week, I fought more of the robots instead of the bugs, so that was kind of interesting. Different weapons, kind of different little bit squad planning, uh, kind of different mission objectives, too. And The robots are, I don't know, they're more annoying. They're a lot like Terminators, just keep coming, <laughs> keep coming at you, and you're like, why isn't my flamethrower working? Oh, I need, like, the arc rifle, <laughs> the heavy-duty shotgun. But it's fun. As long as you have a good squad. I think I played like three hours one night, and a couple guys really knew what they were doing, so helped get some XP. And That game is very... It's, hey, give me more stuff. Hey, give me more stuff. Yeah. So it definitely feeds in that whole loot thing where it's like, hey, more, more, more. Lots of cool unlocks. You don't need that much to unlock this gun. I'm like, all right, cool. Give me that giant orbital <laughs> cannon that I can fire burn bugs with. It's been three hours? Oh, crap. Um. Oh, man, I unlocked the sweet <laughs> missile launcher. Yeah. Oh, man, the grenade launcher is fun. Good way to kill your teammates, too. Whoops. Hey, don't run in front of me. 
Um, I actually, what's also crazy, the other day, I, don't, I think I was looking for stuff to play on the Xbox, and I, I played Bionic Commando Rearmed, which I had never played before. Mm-hmm. Um, it was on my wish list on a couple different consoles. An interesting little game. back on, like, the PS3 and... Yeah. yeah. The, yeah. Is that the first-person one? No, that's the 2D one. Okay, I was yeah, trying to like remember which Bionic Commando remake. that was. Yeah, yeah, it's like the arcade one. It's, it's pretty okay. good. It plays, you know, it's supposed to be, like, reimagining of the one from the back of the day yeah. it's, it's pretty fun it was something to do i don't know why i played it but it was interesting i like doing little secrets and things yeah. like that and i remember it being good yeah but yeah uh i was also looking for random stuff to play and i started to play bloodstained ritual of the moon why didn't you guys tell me that i would love this game uh, i i just hey, Eric, you played you would it. love bloodstained ritual <laughs> see i like metroidvania but they gotta like it needs to be the right level of challenging like this game be honest with you it's actually pretty easy mm. i have only i only struggled with like one boss I'm like really this is it i'll just go smash the heck out of stuff but if you have the version on xbox they give you a couple other characters in the beginning you can play as the idea is if you complete the story with the first character and you can play as the other two because you can't change out their weapons you can't heal them go and heal them at like um like save points um but they can go anywhere pretty much for the, you uh, the first character you need special items to get stuff but it is, I'm almost done, actually. I think I'm last boss, and I've been playing the heck out of it, and I like it. I need to find more games like this. I think I couldn't get into, like, Metroid Dread. I, I tried and tried, and I just did not scratch that itch for me, and I don't know why. It might have been because it was maybe a little bit too challenging, and I got frustrated. I mean, I was the same, and I think part of it is I like metroidvanias that are more the vania or like more that are melee based rather than like castlevania vibe or anything but more like melee attacks versus shooting and being precise with stuff and having bosses are all about like bullet hell and stuff like that yeah a little bit less and in this game honestly even though a few of the guys that looked up for boss are like you're supposed to dodge this and do this i'm like or I can just go there and beat the crap out of them that usually works yeah (laughs) i don't gotta dodge it just wail on them but uh, I was trying to think. Yeah, I need to. I'll have to try to find a few more games that are more of the Vania, more of the leaning toward like the fantasy realm, like Castlevania, like. And I think I could find some other stuff. That's. Mm. Uh, well, I think I tried several years ago to play Slain. Nathaniel, have you played that? I don't think I played that one. No. That is a brutally hard Metroidvania game. It's a dark fantasy, and it is. Yeah, oh, played some other ones that are like that that are very much like trying to be a souls like Metroidvania combo. Make this precise jump. Oh no, there's spikes. Yeah. Oh no, there's a pit. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I like Sultan Sanctuary a lot too. If I'm thinking about that one's like, very good. Two D sort of uh, Elden, you know, Souls like. I, I, I did get stuck in that one, but I did enjoy like the artwork and like the characters and stuff and the, the kind of like challenge. I'll have to dig a little bit more, but yeah, I've, I've been I've been very happy, so happy that like, I, will, I, will, uh, I will buy I will buy this game physically. I'll buy Bloodstained. Physically. I don't know if you play, but you might like Blasphemous. I have, isn't that? More played the sequel uh... yet? But I know the first one is. It's very much similar to Salt and Sanctuary, just a different version of that of a Souls like test. Uh, okay. I do I do have it. I have a, I, have, I think I have the limited run version, but uh, I can always crack it open and take a shot at it. See what it's like. I could, or I could just buy it digitally. I think it's twenty dollars. I, I think I have. I think I have Bloodstained physically on the Switch. I think because it was yeah, a it's not game. Not oh uh, well. There's also there's the eight bit one too. Um, Curse of the Moon. That's the one that lots. Of I think I've got too. both of them. I think yeah, I have yeah, both of them. Cool. <coughs> I thought so. I'd have to do some super looking, uh, super searching. 
Super yeah, I was playing one of them on uh, the handheld from Steam. Uh, I had a Steam copy of it, so I was playing. I think it's the one that you were talking about right here. The yeah, of the I have I have it on Steam too. I think. Yeah, because Curse of the Moon is the one where it looks very eight bitty. Yeah, yeah, no, cool it's not things. that one. It's the other one. Got it. And yeah, I mean, even the Kickstarter version of uh, Ritual of the Moon is reasonable. The one that they came out with Kickstarter, everybody back. It comes with some cool items. It's like like 50 bucks. I was like, that's it? Really? Most Kickstarter backing ones are always really expensive. But no, it's been been pretty cool. Been been pretty happy. Speaking of limited run, I did buy uh, El Shaday. Yeah. yeah. Anybody played that back in the day on PS3? That is so... That is no, I don't think so. Art fantasy, book, art fantasy game that had very... It, it reviewed pretty well, but um, I don't think it sold the best. And they have... They have not remastered it for anything. But I figured I should try it at least because I really liked it. Getting it for PS3 or 360 is kind of expensive. So. Yeah. But other than that, I haven't been playing that much. Just been keeping busy with stuff. But Cyberpunk is on my list. So is uh, Jedi Survivor. I could probably do both games at the same time. One for a little bit casual play. One for some RPG action before Elden DLC comes out. And then I don't leave my room. And I don't play anything. For like I don't know. Months. You can probably get lost in both of those games. <laughs> I would think. Uh, At least no. I, I don't know. I mean, Cyberpunk, yes. Survivor, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Jedi Survivor is very pretty. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is very pretty. And the first half of the game is better than the second half. Yeah, of the you're right opinion. about that. Oh no, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Oh man, is it gonna be one of those games where I get like? 20, 25 hours in, I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to finish this. This is killing me. No. And, I, and then you, and then no, you go back and you're all five minutes from the end. <laughs> <laughs> We've had that discussion many times before. <laughs> you're very good at it, Eric. Yeah. I am. I am. I'm the worst. I look at Prey on my shelf and I'm like, where am I in that game? I'm like, oh yeah, I'm like five minutes from the end. I should just finish it. I'm like, ah, I'll finish it some other time. <laughs> yeah. I just, I think I get burnt out. I play it just so much. I get burnt yeah. out. I'm like, ah, set aside. But I gotta, I gotta be a little better I get it. I understand. So much to play. All right, Robert. So, tell us about uh, Suicide Squad. I'm I'm anxious to Man. hear about this because the rest Where of us begin? are all kind of <laughs> on it. So, <laughs> to be nice. did anybody play it? Has anybody played it? I, I, no, played, the, I, played, I played the, the, the beta. beta. Yeah. I played the beta. John, I played the beta. Yeah. Okay. Um, I had no experience with the beta, so I can't really compare to it. But. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's it's definitely buggy. Uh, I feel like for the most part, I've been playing it since launch, um, and I have like seventy eight hours in it. So Ooh. like I've I've done some work, and um, up until the last maybe week and a half, two weeks, it was pretty flawless when I was playing co op with Michelle, mm. and we got through the story. And like, I mean. I'm taking this thing at face value, right? Like, I'm not coming in and being like, why is it not a new Arkham game, right? And, oh, man, this is Kevin Conroy's last Batman game. I get it. But the game as it is, when it's working, is really fun. Um, I I really enjoy the arcadiness of it. It's kind of, the gameplay's got like a, a rhythm to it. Right, it's not just a shooter. You're not coming at it like a first person or a third person 
shooter it does have those mechanics in there mm. but it's more about your traversal um, abilities your traversal attacks and how can you really take the different attributes from the gear to customize your character's build um, and once you get to like end game and you if you've done all the side quests and you've unlocked all the different like elemental attacks things get really crazy with the kind of builds you can do mm. uh, because it doesn't level up the same way that like a normal looter shooter live service game does where you're like i'm going to grind out this gun and get like a better version a, a higher stat version of this gun usually when you get them they're about the same strength it's just all about what additional perk it has and you can stack these perks um, you can take them to a vendor and like re-roll their ability to get different attributes put on them so there are like three different tiered slots that you can then take to an npc and and customize them um, once you get to the end game you can elite a weapon which you can then customize each single perk to do whatever you want with it like right now i'm building my character all around my um, cooldown attacks so I have my suicide strike and my traversal attack, which are like these big time consuming attacks, but um, you build them up as you're killing things and doing combos and you're building up like your multiplier. So right now I have all these things stacked on my weapons to where they are just passively building up these meters uh, just by themselves in addition to when I'm doing these combos. So like I'm getting like just attack after attack after attack of these just massive big attacks mm. and it's just you know wrecking these enemies and you can do all kinds of things if you want to have it like a fire-based build you can do that there there's the crazed build where you can take over the enemies and they attack each other um there's electricity ones where it, it basically gives you a crits for every single time you hit them mm. there's just a lot of variation that you can do and initially i was kind of down on it i was like well these characters really aren't that different blah 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 I've gone through and I've leveled them all up. Um, they're really, they're not really that different, but they do feel different when you're in combat. Like, yes, you know, their traversal is different when you're going across the city, but when you're actually like going from enemy to enemy or um, rooftop encampment to another one to blow up these crystals to then do all these things, like the way you actually fight is very different. I'm maining uh, Deadshot. And so for me, I have to stay in the air like all the time. I get bonus crits when I'm in the air. I get higher crit chance. He's just way more efficient when he's in the air. Mm. As opposed to other people, they don't have the jetpacks, right? So they can't do that. So Harley's all about um, her grenades. She has so many grenade perks. And, and so when you're looking at like how their traversal stuff adds into the different builds, there's a lot of cool things you can do. And I'm, I'm pretty high on the game other than the bugs because now after they've patched a few things that I didn't have an issue with, now I'm having issues. <laughs> now, now, now I keep getting this bandwidth uh, error that's like, oh, yeah, we're going to kick you from the server. And it, there's a lot of syncing issues. So yeah, now that I've that, talked about all the good weird. stuff. Um, so basically, I'm at the point now to where I don't trust the game to save my, my progress at all, period. I Ouch. spent like four yeah. hours last weekend grinding end gear content. Uh, I went, we went up like, I don't know, like ten mastery levels, which is a good, which is a lot. You have to do like these three different missions. Each time you go through the three missions, you go up a mastery level if you're winning, right? And you're doing it on the highest level. So we did that. I finally got an assault rifle that I've 
I went, basically went through the whole game without an assault rifle, so I was doing like a pistol and sniper build, which isn't how I like to play. Mm. And I finally got an endgame uh, assault rifle, and the game crashed, and none of my stuff was there, and I lost <laughs> all that time. And I'm like, what, this is a live service game. What do you mean? It's not syncing constantly. Yeah. And then, and, and then you looked, and then you looked on Reddit, and there was 300 other people with the same. I mean, I've, I've I've been on the Reddit thing, and it, it's just a cesspool right now. If, like, it's it's a terrible. Place. Don't even look at it if you're thinking about. <laughs> oh, I need to go look. <laughs> it's just there's how, nothing. How good bad can people? Be? I can't imagine. <laughs> can't imagine. The answer is very very bad. Yeah, it's the but, internet. But it, but if I uh, so far, if I've gone to quit the game, you know, go back to menu before I turn it off, then. It has knock on wood been sinking all of my my content and my progress. But man, I was just I was livid because it, it saved Michelle's stuff, and so now I'm like super far behind, and I, I'm just waiting for season one. <laughs> I was a little bummed. So today there was a press release, right? That and they're like, we're skipping the patch this coming week, so we can focus on getting season one out. And while I'm stoked for more content, because right now the end game is kind of bare bones. You're just grinding for all the different weapons and so that you can prepare for uh, when season one does come out. You have all the different attributes and everything that I was talking about to, mm. to make your build. But you're doing the th- same three missions like over and over and over and over Jeez, again. Jeez, three missions? Oh, my terrible. gosh. Same, yeah, same three <laughs> missions. So, like, there's not that much variety. But if you are constantly increasing the difficulty along with your mastery level which is what the mastery level is right if say i unlock mastery 11 if as long as i'm still pressing it like up each time it does change the fights and like they're very different missions like one is just uh i don't even know how to explain it there there are some where you have to like break these kill a bunch of enemies to be able to break these crystals once you've broken a set of crystals then you can go in and take out like their weird brain looking thing um, there's another one where you're protecting Ivy's pa- plants, um, where you have to kind of like, there's three different areas where all the enemies are spawning around and they're attacking these plants. And, and as you're saving her plants, they allow you to get like free elemental attacks on the enemies. But that one's like really, that one's time. So it's, it's, it's hectic, but and anyway, so they are different missions, but as you're increasing your level, it's they're adding in new enemies and uh, more and more brutes and combinations and uh, they're getting like the powers from the Justice League so sometimes you'll have like flash enhanced enemies or Batman enhanced enemies and uh, you have to really vary your strategy for them so it has been you know very uh, I don't know it ha- I haven't been bored I guess is what I'm trying to say mm. but they need to fix the server side issues they need to fix whatever's causing people not to be able to play together because apparently there's some people that they can play solo but they just can't do multiplayer at all and the game is definitely a lot better if you can play with a group of people even just one other person i can't imagine you know grinding the same three things over and over again just by myself yeah not having anybody to kind of like hold aggro for you or take the attention away but other than other than the many, many, many issues, it is a really fun game, and I am looking forward to the future. As long as that future is still coming, there's a lot of uncertainty in the community right now. Well, that's the uh, big question. Did it yeah. did it sell? Did it sell well? At least, do you think? We don't I mean, know. So maybe the, at least w- like 
you know, do WB okay. had a press release and they were like, well, compared to last year when we released Harry Potter, like, that's it has not, not lived up to our expectations. Well, well of course. That's not, that's not, not the same. No, that's not but the same in the same game. I mean, it's Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not even close. No. You can't even compare the two. But, that, but now everyone's running with it, right? And all the clickbait articles are like, oh, it hasn't met expectations and the, the game is going to go away. And I'm sure it hasn't met their crazy high expectations wb as a company well, has not literally been doing well the last yeah. three years yeah. yeah so they want things to do massive they want harry potter numbers every time well, but they never did come out and say what it sold they never said if you know if it was a, a two million copy seller i don't i don't know i'd have to imagine it sold decently well it is a a, a batman game after all or a, a dc property yeah. game what was their last and, Really good reviewed big seller. Besides Harry Potter. WB or Rocksteady? Yeah, no. Well, Rocksteady's easy, but WB, though. Mm, I mean, it's been I a mean, couple Other of than years. Harry Potter? I don't know. Uh, it's been a couple of years since that, really. I mean, Gotham Knights didn't do gangbuster numbers. I mean, really, it was probably Arkham Knight. I, don't, I can't even think of another WB game other than Harry Potter mm, and the Batman man. franchises. Let me look up. Look here while we talk about it. But other than this one, other than Suicide Squad, they've all been like WB Montreal. Yeah. That haven't done well. So, I mean, it's really upsetting to see Rocksteady's fall from grace, so to speak. But at the same time, when I got to the end of the game and the credits are rolling, you would not believe how many game studios were credited for this game like oh i would oh yeah would <laughs> this too. game has been through the ringer of development hell for the last 10 years and yeah, it's that's a part of the issue is it took them 10 years to make a thing that by the time it comes out there's so many live service games that even if you agreed that like making a live service Suicide Squad game was a good idea, which I don't think yeah. it was, but yeah. whatever. I, There's I just so much competition by the time it actually came out. There's just yeah. kind of like, even if it had been a good game, it would have been difficult to do well. Well, it's gone through cancellations too, right? Yeah. Like it was a, when it was announced 10 years ago, it was, it, was, uh, it was announced right after the Suicide Squad movie. And then it never got anywhere and they canceled it. But I, I'm guessing they still had at least assets or a story or something that carried over and then they gave it to rocksteady and they're like make this something we need money you make good games but then it being a live service game they had to partner with (laughs) fix this we need cash hold up there there had to have been like 10 to 15 different game studios who had their hands on this game it was ridiculous to, to, to fit it to like partially finish stuff or just code them. Oh, it's start hard to tell. They don't say they don't say specifically in the credits what they did, but it it goes through yeah. like all the studios and then all of their people. So who handled at, who who handled the shark guy? I gotta have some words with them. So you look at <laughs> you look at uh, WB's releases last year: Mortal Kombat One. That did pretty good. Uh, Hogwarts. One had some issues, but every all the other ones sold well. And where was it? And then, then you go into 22, and then it's Gotham Knights and Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. Then we hit Back to Blood, or Back for Blood, um, in 21. I mean, so those, are, those all sold decent. None of them yeah. were, like, massive sellers, right? Like, yeah. Mortal Kombat always sells 
good yeah, Mortal Kombat because it's Mortal Kombat, but it's still mm. a fighting game, so it's yeah. it has limited kind of widespread limited. appeal. But and Harry Potter was Harry Potter was pretty good because it ran decently on the Switch too, right? Which yeah. Was, even though people mm-hmm. kind of grumbled, it was still decent Harry Potter was really good. I we we I have it. I, I got a good back in I December. Got a, I got a Goodwill for twenty bucks. I mean, I Rocksteady's last a, game was Arkham Knight in twenty fifteen. Yeah. 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 No, they did the VR, the Batman VR, which I I don't know if I'd call that a game. Forty five minute experience. That's like a smaller team within them that put a thing out. Uh, like a tech took. You know, a year or two or however long it take to put that together, but, but it was not the entire studio working yeah, on that. Yeah, according to the according to the Wikipedia, yeah, Rocksteady did Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, with additional work from Sumo Digital. <laughs> there were far more than just Sumo Digital. Yeah, I mean, Montreal was credited in there. I mean, obviously that's still WB Studios, but it's a different team. Mm-hmm. Sumo was in there. I don't remember now, but it it was a lot. It was one of the longest credits I've ever sat through. Crazy. I mean, that's not that uncommon, but no. a lot of times when you see it, it's like Ubisoft bringing in fifteen bajillion of their own studios. It's not like well, that was like a bunch of different ones from wherever. How so many I'm worked sure on? How how many worked on Last of Us Part Two? There was a lot of studios that did a lot of work on Last of Us Part mm-hmm. Two too. I mean, when I, I, I imagine ton. this not being a single player like story driven Metroidvania type experience right they needed to have people in there who knew how to put the net code together and all, all this stuff but i don't know that someone didn't get paid enough because it's breaking Mm-mm-mm. well and that's you know usually when it's a a um dc property game i usually you know oh i want to play it i want to play it i want to play it and yeah. gotham knights i went oh, i want to play it eh, i don't want to play it that much, and then when Sue, this one gets like, ah, I don't want to. Well, not yeah. seventy dollars. You know, it's it's interesting because I remember when this one was announced, I was not happy. I did not want a Suicide Squad. I don't even like the Suicide Squad that much. Like, I don't care about any of the characters. Harley, maybe, but I'm tired of Harley. I, I just I didn't care at all. But I wanted. I, I went into it knowing that it was in the Arkham universe, so I was like, well, I'm gonna play it for the story alone. If I end up liking it, great. And then I, I, I thought it would be a, a fun game to play with, with friends. I was hoping there'd be more to choose from than just the base four. I say, okay, you know, based on the comics and the show. Well, there will be. I mean, there will be. But in the, but in the beginning, they should have been like, all right, here's six to seven. Let's give you a couple yeah. more. I mean, there definitely could well, have been more. And but nobody I, I wants don't... To, there's at least one character of that's four that nobody cares about and no one wants to play as. And, well, the My other... thing that I think the is so stupid... Out is that they turn this game into a looter shooter and that it just destroys like all the actual like iconic personalities yeah, okay. or like abilities of all the characters like yeah. the reason you play a game with characters like this is so that you can inhabit them and if they're just using a shotgun or whatever it's kind of like well that's not as much fun as if I was actually doing what they're known for doing in all the comics and shows and stuff that I know totally. right? yeah. so that's kind of totally. what turned me off. The game. It, it looks very pretty from all the footage I've seen of it, mm. and that's like the only good thing I can probably say about it because all the gameplay you described and stuff that I've seen, I was just like, that would bore me to tears. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really interesting because it's not. I don't know. I don't know. It's not something that I would normally be into, but I. But when I'm playing it, it all feels really good together. Yeah. Like mm. the rhythm that I was talking about. Um on paper doesn't make sense to me but 
actually doing the things in the game. It's, I don't know, it's just really satisfying, especially how you get your health back. And because it's not just like headshotting people, right? You have to, um, they have like a, each have a melee move and to trigger, uh, health regeneration you, they have to be in like a certain uh physical state and you have a it's like opposite of a crit chance right if you if you shoot them in the head you have a chance to get a crit but if you're shooting their legs then you have a chance to put them in the shield harvesting um mode and then you use your melee to to harvest the health back and you regenerate your shield so there's it just adds layers to the gameplay to where it's not like i don't i don't always want to do all the damage all the time because I sometimes have to think about how, when am I going to get health back? Am I keeping my shield up? Am I keeping my combo high enough? Because there's um, skills and um, status effects that change depending on how high your combo is. Uh, and they alter previous abilities as they go up. So you have to think about all these things and not just, I'm going to headshot them and try and get the highest crit possible. Uh, you have to think of kind of the bigger picture when you're going through. Now, is any of this, the like the season and stuff, is all that uh, pay extra, or is it... No, and, and that's the thing. Like, everyone's complaining about this uh, games-as-a-service bit, and the only thing, other than buying the game, that you would ever pay for is if you wanted to purchase cosmetics. New outfits, new emotes, uh, banners. None of it affects gameplay in any way whatsoever. Got it. So it's Every like... single okay. season is free. So when season one drops this month, you're getting new story content, new cutscenes, new missions, more endgame variety, and of course, new playable character, which mm. they've announced to be this alternate uni multiverse universe Joker. So all that's free. Mm. And, you know, everyone's still complaining, oh, games as a service, games as a But it's really, I don't know, it's not, to me, it feels more like prolonged storytelling. And I don't know, I kind of like the promise of, being drip fed more story and I, i'm not going to spoil anything in the story i'm sure everyone's out already like watched all the cutscenes anyway to see oh well, do they kill the justice league but uh, at the end of the game they set up the scenario that you're in for end game and how they're going to continue telling the story through the seasons and how they're able to bring in all these other characters such as this joker character who's somewhat different than the Mark Hamill Joker from the Arkham series. All right. Multiverse. Everything's multiverse now. Multiverse. We've run out of stories for MCU. It's multiverse. If you ask me if I would recommend it to people, it, it's really hard because it, it's not stable. And I don't want to put that out there that it is. It's very frustrating and it breaks a lot. And I talked one of my friends into to getting it just because we're always looking for something to play together. And even me telling him from the very beginning, I'm like, hey, this is broken, but it's fun. He's messaging me today, today and he's just like, I'm tired of getting booted when I AFK and none of my progress saves from the previous mission. Yeah. Like, well, one, you should probably shouldn't AFK in an online game, but I get it. It sucks. It's, yeah. it's unacceptable, but it is what it is. Um, if you can get past that, and you have people to play with, then yeah, I think I think it's a lot of fun. Give it a shot if you're worried about paying full price. I'm sure it'll be on sale soon. In fact, I think I saw on Amazon today for fifty bucks. So, you know, fifty dollars sounds better. Look at that. 
get back to me. You can at me. You can yell at me. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the the other question is is you know is is how long is 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 Warner Brothers going to support it? And that's, that's exactly. Yeah. So and, right now they announced um, six seasons, I think. But I don't know if we're ever going to see all six seasons. If you look at the fine print, it even says like, you know, season pass subject to availability. We can discontinue this at any time. So I don't know if 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 yeah. it didn't sell good enough. If people aren't right. buying things in the store, I don't know. I could see it getting to maybe season three, season four through the end of the year, and they could pull the plug. But I sure hope not because I know that the current story goes through season six. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I trust Warner Brothers enough to do. I would it. be very surprised if it makes it that far. Honestly, yeah. at this point, I would be too. I'm hopeful. I'm just trying not to put that out there. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just because of how like much time and effort it would take to do all of that content versus putting out like some expansions on some stuff that's already there, of gameplay wise, which I mean, still it takes a lot of effort. What's done. Yeah, what if they already completed? How far are they? And that will change, like, as you go. I would have to imagine the cutscenes are done. Yeah. I I would not assume that, honestly. I don't know. The story itself wasn't that long. You can power through it if you really wanted to mainline it in, like, I don't know, 10 hours tops. And the cutscenes aren't long. It's mostly traversing the city over and over and over again. So I could see where they they re- at least recorded everything ahead of time. Maybe, maybe they haven't done modeling and animating the cutscenes. But if I mean, if you have Kevin Conroy in there, you're gonna pay him and get everything out of him that you can before you wrap up shop. Yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> yeah, since he's gone, hopefully they wrapped up yeah. everything they needed with him. Yeah, can't do anymore. Yeah. yeah. I, I would love i mean there's so many rumors out there about how the if if the justice league actually comes back or what i would love to to get more conroy but you know yeah, yeah. who wouldn't oh yeah absolutely let's see what else can we talk about other than uh <laughs> <laughs> melancholy suicide squad <laughs> um i've been playing final fantasy 7 rebirth it just came out uh, so I've put like two hours in. I played the demo. Mm-hmm. I uh, imported my saves from Remake. Got all my free materia. And um, I'm in Chapter 2. It's it's a lot of fun so far. I, I'm re- I, I never played the original Final Fantasy VII all the way through. I got to like the second disc. So I'm kind of lost with a lot of things. And... I don't really know, like, is it spoilers if it's about Final Fantasy VII original, which could have something to do with Final Fantasy VII? I I don't know. I (laughs) I mean, that game's what, uh, when did that come out? 95, 96? I mean, I mean. Yeah, it might be 96. I I think you're pretty pretty good on spoilers for that game i mean they're usually well, let's, it's let's the two say, two week rule i mean you know that's well over two weeks <laughs> I, th- I think there's gonna be a lot of uh people who play the original a lot of people who played um crisis core that are gonna be really excited when they start uh rebirth the, there's a character in there that you're not expecting to see and it's it's really cool but it's also really confusing for somebody like me where I only have very cursory knowledge uh, of them mm-hmm. and, and their connection to the main cast. And 
I because I don't have knowledge from the first the original game, I don't know if I'm supposed to know what's going on or if I'm supposed to be clueless because it really feels like we got some weird timey wimey stuff going on. We got maybe there's multiverses now in in Final Fantasy VII. I don't know anymore. <laughs> everything is a multiverse. I mean, why is Batman here? What happened? <laughs> I, I would not be surprised if Kevin Conroy pops up in Final Fantasy VII. I don't know what's happening, but. Uh, I, the cutscenes have been amazing, and I'm I'm really looking forward to getting into it. And I just got to like chapter two, where it, it like opens up for the first time, and I got this wide open area, and I'm like, I need to explore all of this, but I just want to get to more cutscenes. So I'm like fighting with myself. What am I gonna do? I'm, I mean, I'm probably just gonna clear out the open world like I always do, and then get to the the cutscenes. But uh, I'm just I'm really looking forward. To it. I'm really excited to finally play through um, and sort of get the story, however similar or different it is, and then look up a bunch of stuff on YouTube to try and connect the dots because I, inevitably <laughs> I'm sure I will be confused even further. Um, but I've been playing it on Portal, uh, which has been a oh. really cool experience. I, I haven't played it on the main TV once yet because it's it's I've I've played it at night, so like Michelle will be reading in bed or something, and I'll pop on. You know, turn on the portal, and mm. there it is. And it's been a it's been a phenomenal experience on the portal. I I put it in uh, graphics mode so that it kind of keeps it locked at thirty frames per second to uh, account for if there's any micro stutters or anything like that. And it's been flawless. Pretty good. This game. Uh, it, yeah, it looks great on there. Um, I've had no artifacting with this game. It's it's been awesome, and I really enjoy playing it uh, in handheld. It's like the perfect experience for it. It, it. You can slow it down if you need to, you know, the combat. Um, but the portal itself just, I mean, it just feels great to use in the hand. Um, it actually has more powerful haptics than the DualSense, mm. <laughs> which I, I kind of really, I, I really enjoy. And uh, sometimes when, when things are vibrating, it'll even add kind of an audio uh, cue to it as well, kind of like a wall, wall, wall kind of noise. Um, and it's, it, I don't know, it's really cool. It's fun. Um, oh. Highly recommend if you have a portal and good internet, um, do it. Play it on the portal. Test okay. it out on your phone first. Make sure that remote play works for you. If it doesn't, it's probably something to do with your setup because you don't need that fast of internet. Yeah. I just I just prefer my games. I'm, I'll, I'll wait for it for Steam Deck. Or yeah, I mean, yeah, if, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying. Oh no, no, no! I know you're not. I just, I you know, it's. It, I I was against the portal when they announced. It. I was like, who is this for? I don't understand. You can remote play on your phone. I have the backbone, right? Like I, I already mm. have the setup. I can remote play to an, uh, a tablet and use the dual dual sense controller. You got remote play to a PC. Like, why do I need this thing? Um, but then. I just the more I looked at it, and it just became more and more convenient for me and how I'm needing to play games more and more, and just the the fact that it is an all-in-one device like a Steam Deck, right? But it it feels like I'm holding a PS5 controller in my hand, and it's got the haptics and everything built in. I'm not sacrificing anything there, and it it doesn't. F there's there's no reason it should work better than remote play because it's literally just doing the exact same thing but it has been more stable in my experience than when i would remote play to my phone and my phone was pretty good when i was using um the backbone i, I rarely had any stutters 
but when I did, it would get really bad and progressively worse until it mm. crashed and I had to reopen. I haven't had that experience yet on the portal. Wi Fi so 6. I don't think it is. I don't think it's any different. Hmm. It's, it's literally the same thing as, as your phone. I mean, it's probably because it was specifically built for that. I'm guessing. Phone is, you're going to have different experience based on different like phone or tablet that you're using and also whatever your internet yeah. setup can, all those different variables. So that device will eliminate at least you know a couple of variables that the That's hardware was built to do this specific thing. So it does it fairly well. Yeah, it it's been it's been great. I don't I'm not I don't live in like a super big place, so I'm not like playing four rooms over from where my routers are. <laughs> but Why is I it working have, better? I have Eero nodes in like every other room, so yeah, we're pretty well covered with what we need. Yeah, it's just Wi Fi five, uh, USB C. I don't know. I just, I just, I just don't stream. I just don't stream much anymore. I don't even do it on cloud. Uh, you know, Xbox Cloud, yeah. which I've always never had any problems on anything that I've ever used. The only thing I've ever for. really, it's ever felt like streaming to me is if I sometimes I'll pop on like Final Fantasy fourteen to mm. to do some dailies or something. And if I'm playing an online-centric game, then I can start to feel well, yeah, the, you're, you're the difference pulling, in ping and stuff. You're pulling, because, yeah, pulling and using, pushing and pulling and pushing, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're using it twice over. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. and of so. course, if I'm doing something like that, I'm probably playing with Michelle, who's also right. downloading and <laughs> uploading. So, so that's when, when I notice the issues. But if I'm what playing anything single-player, then, then it's fine. It's yeah. been great. I do like Final There's Fantasy something 14 for, on Steam for Deck. everyone now. Yeah, it's, it's Final Fantasy 14 on Steam Deck is just absolutely phenomenal. Nice. I, mean, I, I noticed I had to set up a, a completely separate uh, UI setup so that I could actually read things when I'm playing on Portal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you have to blow it up a little bit. Yeah, You, you got to blow it up, yeah, for sure. Yeah, if you need to read. But everything so, else, well. I haven't had any issues reading. I played... Um, Baldur's Gate 3 almost primarily on uh, the portal and that was a good experience. I play, I platinum Harry Potter on the portal. I don't think I played it wow. on, on the TV more than twice. The whole thing on, on the portal. I crazy. have not played a game on a TV in probably a year and a half. Wow. Uh, I played a game on the TV last night. I, I've I've gotten to the point where I've t I you know usually I keep my PlayStation. And I barely use my Steam Deck. You know I usually I I barely I usually keep my PlayStation and Xbox on standby mode so they could update and everything like that. Mm -hmm. I've ended up turning them all off because I I I have not booted up my PlayStation in over a year. Um, you should you should sell it now and then uh, if you feel the need get the Pro model whenever it comes. Yeah, I'd. If I sell it, I won't buy another one because I just, you know, I'll fine. just never, you know, I'll never play <laughs> if it. You don't need so, it. You don't need it. Yeah, that's it. Is, it's it's just going to sit right where it's at. It's it look nice. It just doesn't take any power anymore. It's just it seems silly to leave it on. You know, to every once in a while just check for an update and then. I turn it yeah. on and go, yep, up it updated, and I turn it right back off again. <laughs> that's, that's how I am with with this PC. Is it's usually powered completely off, and I, other than tonight, I haven't turned it on in I don't know 
since January. Yeah. It's just funny, everybody. That was just to do some editing on. My, uh, everybody's always like, oh, yeah, 4K, this and that and that and this. I'm like, boys, I'm playing on Steam Deck at 800p, and <laughs> and it looks fantastic on a, on I mean, a, a, the, pix, the pixel density is better than, it yeah. end up looking better than uh, a 4K TV. Yeah, I mean, you know, and, it's, <laughs> and I'm just, I'm not home. I'm not home to play on a, on a, on my TV anymore, yeah. so... That does make it difficult. Yep. That's so. the one thing I haven't tested. I have not tried hot spotting outside the house yet. I'd be interested to, to know what that would be like. But, I mean, even there... I will test at some point, but I, I don't expect it to be great. I'm guessing... What uh, what kind of speed do you get on, on 5G in your area? Uh, over 500? Hmm... Where I am, no, probably not. I don't have 5G plus here, but if I go like 20 minutes away, then I would. Yeah. Let me just do a quick speed test. Because I know, I know, like when I go to like Pittsburgh, <laughs> you know, I'm pulling, I'm on hotel Wi Fi pulling six, six megs, and then I can go on, I could turn it off and go on the, you know, the 5G ultra wide and get 600. <laughs> it's like, I'm, I'm, well, when it, when it comes to streaming, it's actually better. Uh, the upload is more important yeah. than the download yeah. and your ping. Well, I mean, I mean, that's what I mean. I mean, upload and download is five G is just ridiculously. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're in the right area, you'll get over over a hundred or two hundred sometimes. And, yeah, right. So. Right now, where I am, where it's just regular old five G, yeah, I'm. I just pulled ninety six megabits. That's pretty good. Because I bet and I bet my upload. I bet, I bet my little old town I'm not pulling anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I was in L.A. or even in the Valley, I'd probably be getting like 300. Yeah. Let's see. I'm pulling about... Eh, and I'm in the basement. Um, and I'm on ultra-wide. It's about 130 up. Well, there you go. Or down. What is it up? Which that's unusual. We're not, oh, it's only like two. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> that's not good enough. <laughs> no, yeah. that's not good enough. Uh, but yeah, so you know, uh, it, it all depends on where you're at. But I, I would be inter- interested to know because there's a lot of factors that run into that playing it outside of your home network. Yeah. So, but cool. Well, we can't talk to Dennis because he's not here. So, you know, we'll start with all, all the, it's all bad news. This, this, all the news is bad news this week. There's not, there's not, there's not good news. Um, Sody laid off about 900 people from my best estimates that I figured out it's about eight per the 8% of their global workforce, which doesn't sound like a lot, but I mean, you're talking, it's a big chunk. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot. You know, uh, with uh, their, you know, Sony's closing their London studio, um, you know, and they yeah. did a lot of their VR, you know, did a lot of their they VR. They were the games. only first, uh, mm-hmm. first party studio that does, like, only VR. Yeah, so, you know, that makes me wonder what's going to happen with, you know, Sony, Sony VR2 hardly has any support, you know, outside of Sony a lot anyway, so what's going to happen now, you know, it's like... Yeah, it will continue to be ignored like it already was, just in a more dire way. Because yeah. now people are and have no jobs, and that sucks. I just, 
But you could tell from the start that Sony didn't care about the PSVR two, just from the way that they, you know, announced it, yeah. put it out there, and all that. They just kind of like, did it because they thought they had to. Maybe I don't know. That's why I didn't buy it was because they were not showing me that they believed in their own product. Yeah, I mean it's it's uh, I don't know. It's some really cool hardware, but yeah. with you, nothing to do on it, that it's just some boring plastic. Yeah. You know? I don't know. You look at you look at what Sony's done. Eight percent of theirs, even though Microsoft a couple you know weeks ago laid off nineteen hundred people, that was around eight percent of their gaming division too. It's like it's and you know then the next story here five you know, percent from EA. Uh, you know everybody's everybody's cutting and it's from just... last year and the start of this year. We're just getting a lot of video game especially but like lots of other companies too across like mm-hmm. tech and everything are you know oh wait our covid bubble went away and then we weathered it for a bit and now we're gonna fire people because that's what we do because we're big corporations yeah it's just yuck yeah it's it is it's gross it's just gross apparently the other the other rumor uh, reportedly sony has canceled the twisted metal service game that was you know that was uh was in development um, EA development, but never announced. Right. That, that yeah. doesn't. I mean, that that's to me. That's really no news. Like how many games are started and canceled before they're ever announced? Well, I mean, they already had Unsealed. said about like the live service stuff that they had planned and sort of announced. We're doing X amount of live service games. Yeah. Already, we're putting several on the shelf. At you know, maybe not fully canceled, but some of them you know, reevaluating at the very least. So it's like, okay, a live service game got canceled after layoffs is not surprising. Yeah. yeah. Well and then I mean, how many live service games can you really support at one time? I don't know. You need people to keep playing that game. Sony had <laughs> like had, all of them. The rumor was that Sony had like fifteen of them in development too. It's like what what in the world? I mean Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, insane. I don't know. Um, you know, uh, apparently the, you know, the, the respawn first person shooter game that we talked about on the last show, apparently that's one in the EA yep. things that's been, you know, shut Watch down. Out. Yeah. It's been cut. Um, I mean, that one was probably very early in development. So it makes sense that they'll do that, uh, get rid of it versus, Hey, let's do another Jedi game. That's, you know, proven, Right, we know that we'll make money off of that one. Yeah, and that seems to be the way the way EA is is kind of moving. They're moving away from future license IPs, and they're sticking with, you know, what they've got. Which I mean, they're doing their they're shooting themselves in their own foot, trying to save themselves by just doing the same old, same old, and you got to take risks to do new things, and it's risky. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, then you're just going to wither away, and it's kind of like. EA and some of the other big uh, publishers like that, you've seen them where they'll run in cycles where they're like, okay, we'll do some original stuff and they're like, oh no, we're scared now, so we're just going to keep putting out our Maddens and our Fifas and whatnot for a while and a few other things. And they're like, okay, we'll try a few more things. And like, oh, they kind of go up and down with it. Yeah. And right now it seems to be a very big down. Yeah. Well, they were you know, the, the, IG, uh, the IGN article there for the EA, you know, if on down bottom, it, it, it'll talk, it talks about roughly 10,000 developers were, you know, cut in 2023 and, you know, uh, now we're two months into 2024 and three months in and they've already, they're already around 8,000 people that's lost their jobs. I mean, that's, 
that is wild, you know, this yeah, early in the year already. It's crazy. I mean, it's just a continuing of the same stuff that had hap- been happening from last year, right? It's not like this is, like, yeah. a new thing. It just it happens to be the calendar is ticked over, but, like... Right. Mm. Yeah. And then we've got, you know, a few of big ones, right? So, like, Sony and EA, it's going to be, even if it's, like, sounds... You say it by the percentage to make it sound small, but it's still a lot. Yeah, that's a lot of people. I mean, you're talking global. You're not just talking you lost 8% of your workforce in America. You lost 8% global, which is huge. So you got, like, Sony and EA. We've already talked about previous to this. Like, Microsoft, you've got, like, some really big ones, you know, making some sizable cuts. So it's unfortunate. And adds up a lot when that happens. It's not like you know. It's it's also unfortunate when a smaller company, but like just numbers wise, it's not as much. But when you have like Microsoft and Sony and all them doing it, it's going to be a big chunk at a time. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. It just feels like it's been nonstop for yeah. mm-hmm. a year now. Yeah. And yet, you still have, say, like you know, EA, where their CEOs made like many millions of dollars mm-hmm. in the past year, and has every year just like. All these people up at the executive level in these companies, they're like, okay, we gotta, you know, feed the shareholders so that we can make our cash money too. And like anybody below our level, like, whatever, they're just a number on a spreadsheet. Yeah, I was Sucks. just having this conversation the other day, and it's just every company has to hit record profits every quarter, otherwise they're a failure. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's not just video games. That's just how kind of like corporations yeah. and capitalism works. Yep. It's, it's terrible. It doesn't actually work, but yeah, yeah. that's how they function. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Um, the last story I put in here was is, is kind of a weird thing. It's Toys for Bob. Um, they were part of Activision when Microsoft bought them. And you know, the understanding was is they pretty much laid off most of Toys for Bob to you know when they did their mass layoffs. Well, that's the that's the Skylander guys. Skylander right? guys, Spyro, yeah. um, Spyro. stuff like okay. that. Did they release anything after being acquired? No. Well, no, they haven't. Right? They haven't released anything. Well, you mean we're acquired by Microsoft? I, I thought yeah. there was some. Sort no, no, of they haven't because I mean that just happened. What less than. Six months ago, wasn't there a rumor so. there's a remaster coming though of the Skylanders or like a Skylander collection for modern? Consoles? I haven't, I haven't heard of that. Well, I haven't either. Um, but apparently, apparently they weren't laid off. They're going indie. I don't know, and they're still working well, with Microsoft. I don't think that that's necessarily the case because they're talking about going back to the roots of being a small and nimble studio. So if you're calling yourself a small and nimble studio, you're probably not going to have as many people as you would have when you're making some of the other yeah. um, the games that we talked about a minute ago. It's a very weird not that thing. You know for sure, it's just these few paragraphs trying to glean what you can from it. Yeah. Well, and then the, you know, like I said, the other thing there, it says, our friends at Activision and Microsoft have been extremely supportive in our new direction. And we're confident to continue to work closely with these, you know, in the future. It's like, Oh, I of thought, course. Yeah, yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. You still need a publishing partner. Well, no, no. Yeah. But, well, no. What I mean is, is you know, this is apparently the company that like laid off all your people not long ago, and now you're. Oh no, we're independent now, and you know, we have, we're a smaller company, <laughs> and we're still working. It's just. I thought I was good at spin. It's yeah. I mean, it's. it's I maybe mean, as part of this, this is like instead of it going completely away, they were able to make a deal where they could get the rights to their studio back or whatever and be a small little indie studio. Maybe. I... And they'll make completely different things, but because, you know, they need an outlet and they have those kind of connections already, like, yeah, okay, Activision or, you know, Microsoft be like, sure, we want your games. Yeah, like, 
that makes sense to me. Yeah. But it is, like you said, just weird from a timing standpoint at the very least. I mean, good like, for how them. Did this happen? Yeah, well, well <laughs> yeah. good for them. They they finally can get off the working on Call of Duty Warzone all the time. I mean, that's what they've been <laughs> allotted to do. Was you know, I mean, yeah, they did Crash Four, they did Skylanders, they did the Spyro trilogy, and then all of those things have a certain vibe to them. And then you have Call of Duty, which is a very different thing. Yeah, and it's well, and that's just because <laughs> what are you talking about? same demographic. That's just because I mean, Activision you know, if... sucked all those all their devs in to do stuff on. <laughs> On, you know, Call of Duty. It's just... if I were them, I would have been trying to sneak all those other properties into Call of Duty somehow. Yeah. Just like uh-huh. saying, why why was there no Skylanders in Call of Duty? <laughs> there yeah. you go. <laughs> Where was Spyro and in, in, in they, they would have brought me in then. Yeah. I don't know. It's just it, to me, it was just a weird thing. It was like that's so weird. You know, it's just kind of out of the blue. So who knows? Who knows how it came together or what happened or you know who water where but I, I just thought that was really interesting because it was like yesterday afternoon i was like well that's weird toys for well, wait a minute we were just told that they were they were you know they closed it because they were all laid off they all lost their job and now wait a minute they're all they're all independent working with microsoft i'm so confused it's like, it's like me, um, you know, I get fired from my company and then, but I'm going to do freelance work for them, you know. Uh, <laughs> I've actually done that in the past. <laughs> uh, I was an employee of a small company. They didn't have enough money to pay me, so I got laid off, but I ended up doing a couple of, like, freelance projects for them while I was uh You could probably charge jobs. more and yeah. they would still spend less because they're not giving you health insurance. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. That's that's probably it. <laughs> health like, insurance it is, is not everything. Unheard of. <laughs> yeah, it's all it's all health insurance based now. So, but that's all I've got. I, I, you know, other than the depressing news of more layoffs. You know, I'm guessing by the next show there'll be hopefully there'll no be more layoffs. I don't know, but who, you know there will be the next layoffs. Who's who's next? Who's next? Ubisoft. They haven't laid off yeah. anybody in a while. Rocksteady. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, they'll just get sold. Uh, Water Brothers will just get sucked up by somebody. It's... Or it'll just be something terrible like Microsoft says, you know what, we didn't do enough last time, and we d- they do some more. You know, or somebody who was last year had a big layoff, and well, we need to do some more. You know, that... We didn't do enough. Just, that... just start chopping again. Yeah. It's not costing enough, sure. <laughs> Let's make it worse. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. I don't know. It sucks. Any any layoffs anywhere are gross, but man, when you 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 just every week it's you know, a thousand here or nine hundred there, eight hundred here. It's like holy crap. You know, well, and at this point too, there's so many people that have been laid off in the past you know year of time that are just floating out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody's even recovered yet. By yeah. the time you know, this is going to affect all the games coming out too, because all that talent isn't yeah. actually working on any games. So in the next you know you know a few years down the road it's going to affect like how many games can come out what the quality they are all that kind of stuff and we'll start seeing it in the market it won't be kind of like last year where there's so many huge games it's just like you can't keep up it's well, like and 
who knows what's going to happen? I don't know. Like, you never know. But and I don't. It's going to have some effect with that many people getting, you know, losing their jobs. You know, and I don't remember if I, I I said this last show that we talked about it or not. But I, I was listening to one analyst saying, you know, these are people that are losing their jobs and they're not going to go back into the industry because there's no jobs in the right? industry to have. Yeah. You know, so yeah. they're you know they're going to go on to other things. There's one guy that I listen to uh, regularly podcast. He's got a daughter who literally. Went to college on a gaming degree, graduated like over the summer, and now there's no jobs and everybody's getting laid off. And she that has a, sucks. you know, she has a degree in you know, video game design and can't do anything with it. You know, it's because nobody's hired. Everybody's laying off. It's crazy. I, I couldn't imagine. Uh, just, I couldn't. But I don't know. Something, they'll, they'll end up somewhere. Yeah, you know, uh, whether it's yeah, I mean it's harder to find, but you find like a good smaller like indie studio, like yeah. not necessarily more stable, but they'll care about you more than some of the bigger you know triple A's yeah. you know, places. But and, and anywhere maybe, right now is gonna be rough. Yeah, well, maybe that's here. what comes out of a lot of it. Maybe there's gonna be a lot more indie studios you know pop up. You know, uh, maybe maybe not. It's kind of just hard to say. Yeah, maybe. I mean, who knows? Uh, but. Hopefully everybody. Will. Yeah, like the AAA gaming space has many, many issues with it. Always, you know, kind of has, but just like, especially with seeing kind of the budgets for some of these big games that you're just like, man, you spend that much money on it. It's no wonder that you can't make profits on these things. Mm-hmm. Well, it's I- similar when like there's a movie that comes out and they spent like you know however many hundreds of millions of dollars on it, and then there's this other movie that they spent like ten million dollars and they made you know boatloads of profit because it's right. so cheap to make, right? Yeah. If you're making these triple A blockbuster games, it's really hard to get your money back on it. Yeah. Well and and I wonder too, you know, how much of it, you know, when did COVID really you know, put a lot of false numbers in, you know what I mean? I mean, you know, everybody was home, everybody had money. They were buying games for entertainment and stuff like that. Well, now people are back to work. They're back, you know, this and that and that and that. And now it's just not. Well, I could tell you like, just from other perspectives too, that like on, um, for work, the YouTube channel that, uh, I manage content for whatever the, just like the amount of traffic and views and things. And like, even the little bit I see of like site analytics for other stuff too has gone way down yeah. in the past like year because yeah like covid bumps stuff up really quickly and it stayed there for a while then it went down a little bit and then it's dropped quite yeah. a lot in the past year and i think some of that is well, there's probably many reasons but uh, some of it is a lot more companies are trying to get people to be back full-time instead mm-hmm. of doing hybrid and just many other factors it's just like people don't have as much time to do some of the other things that they yeah. did for a while. yeah well, even our site traffic was like that during covid we were triple where we were at before covid and then you know a year afterwards it just it dropped like a brick you know it was be- I mean, people at home they have more time to do stuff or yep. even just yeah. like hey all that time i normally would have been on my commute even if it's a short commute like you're only in your car like you know an hour a day that's still an extra hour you have extra to hour mm-hmm. yep. Oh, yep. When yeah you don't have that anymore and then you have to be in your car again you can't spend it doing whatever you were on the internet or playing a game or doing whatever right, right? yeah it's crazy it's, it's crazy but yeah so hopefully let's see this is march already my gosh this year is just flying by 
Um, I know we'll definitely, we'll probably definitely be able to do a show next uh, in two weeks. I don't know about after that. That that's a good Friday. So, and I'm on vacation. Yeah, I, we'll I'll see be, if I'll I'm be, around. I'll be around. Yeah, I'll be around the 15th, 16th for sure. Every Friday is a good Friday. Well, yeah, you're not wrong about that. Huh? <laughs> Friday's a good. Friday. You're not wrong about that. Fridays can't come fast enough. The trouble is, is Mondays come quicker. <laughs> but all right, guys. Well, we're going to call that a show. Um, you know, normally I say, well, if, you know, if you want to know when we're going to go live, but we haven't went live in a long time to, to stream anything. So, um, you know, when it shows up on your podcatcher on, I try to, even though we record on Friday, I tr- still try to put it up on Sunday because that's usually when they go up. So I try to keep it on a, on the, all oh, Sundays when everybody gets the new show. So, well, you know, who knows? I may change that. We'll see. But, but anybody got anything else before we say so long? Nope. No. no. All right. Well, Robert, hopefully you'll be able to come back in two weeks. Um, save the date. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's always the goal. Yeah. It's good to have you on the show, man. It's been yeah, a while. it's always a, always a pleasure to, to have you there and chat with you guys. Yep. All right. Well, guys, thanks a lot for hanging out and listening to us, and we'll catch you all next time. podcast is part of the gamers lounge radio network get more gaming news and shows at www.the-gamers-lounge.com